0: This is a boardwalk audio podcast. If I had a kid I name him Xavier or Javier. Well, not Javier anymore. Just Xavier. <laughs> Did,
1: wait, why not Javier? Did uh, Hamilton change your feelings on
0: Javier? No, it's just as like now. It's like Javier is like associated with like Javier. You know, Javier Munoz.
1: Oh, you just like you want your kid to be on their own. They want it, you don't want it associated
0: with anyone. So you know, I just want my kid yeah, I want I my kids that. to be like their their own. You know, that's very nice. And of Javier's you. all and I want Javier to be Javier. You know, like Javier, You know, so. <laughs> I'll let him have his glory, and my kids will have their glory, too. Okay, anyway. Two, three, four.
1: Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to Me, it is great.
2: Hey guys, it's Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 Rock to me.
1: Talk 30 Rock to me. We love you Tina Fey. We
2: do. Please just talk just you don't even have to talk 30 Rock to us. She can just talk to us.
1: Kelsey, would you talk 30 to me,
2: or are you winking at me? I was winking. I'm very seductive. I Did guess you I'll know? Talk 30 Rock to you. It's great. I, I suppose I do that all the time. stop
1: flirting Thank with me, Kelsey. Way. This is ridiculous. Oh,
2: sorry. This is awkward. <laughs> People can
1: hear us. What is this?
2: Uh, that was really bad flirting.
1: I don't by understand. The way. Yeah, she, you're like I'm much better at it. I promise. I can do this better. Rewind. You, you know me. when I'm flirting with hey, you, girl? You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so this is our Thirty Rock podcast. We talk about comedy. We talk about culture. We talk about Thirty Rock yep. Theater, New York, pretty much if it hasn't if it's adjacent to 30 rock we'll talk about it you got probably that right. if it's about 10 steps from 30 rock we'll talk about it yep so yep. <laughs> um if you're listening to us and you haven't already please rate review subscribe we super duper appreciate it and if you are at a review we will send you a sticker a sticker our official talk 30 rock to me night cheese sticker yep it's absolutely delightful i love those stickers so much um also if you're listening you're a fan of the show please go to boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 rock to me click support our artists and use our amazon portal and purchase your amazon purchase because we are all adults we all use amazon way too much for though, everything for everything though even though i'm very afraid of amazon in general there's too much money there They're, they have so <laughs> much money at the same time i'm really grateful for the money they give us and so please make your amazon purchases that way well done. I know. This is the first time in six months I've done that correctly. <laughs> so I just think everyone I just deserve applause. So I'm
2: very, I'm very applauding you. I'm very applauding Great. you. i th- applauding you Hey greatly. Kimmy, good
1: job at doing your job. Well done. Oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> you get anyway. a paycheck this week if people use the Amazon portal. <laughs> use the Amazon <laughs> portal. So
1: <laughs> hey, um, Kelsey, we are not alone. We are not alone. I don't know that
2: song. Okay, fair <laughs>
1: enough. We have the one and the only Lee Hugsley back with us. Woo! Hey, guys.
2: Favorite hey, Lee. guest. <laughs> not alone.
1: Thanks, Lee. You you I knew I could count on
2: my, you. It uh, just
0: reminded me of that Michael Jackson song. You remember that song?
2: N- no. You are not
0: alone. I am here with you. I think it won a Grammy in like 1996. It was on like the Grammy Greatest Hits album from 96. I oh totally believe that. <laughs> anyway, okay. <So>. Oh, my <laughs> hey guys, gosh. I'm I <laughs>
1: expect a lot of this great musical knowledge to be showing I up at the show. I like that. <laughs> Did you miss oh me? They did. We did. Leave. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank
0: you guys so much for having me back here. I'm well, glad that I wasn't like, you know, I didn't bore you to tears last time. No. No, no we're you gonna were have freaking great. You were
1: a great guest. And we were very sad on having you for two episodes. And it was my dumb fault getting in a dumb car accident that you weren't. So we really wanted dun, to do dun, it right by dun. you. Dun, but dun, you know dun. what? I have
0: to give you... Um, kudos, because this time around, you did not get in a car accident. I didn't. So <laughs> I didn't <laughs> even get in a car. Just sure oh we gosh. sent a car. We
1: sent you a car instead. Me. Yeah, no, instead of me driving. Um, Smart idea, guys. Smart <laughs> I know. Idea. I decided to outsource um, my all my driving. So,
2: so if you're a little confused, but so we've had Leon before. Yes. Was last on season three, episode 14 of the Fun Cooker. The Fun the Cooker. The Fun Cooker. <laughs> so you can go back and listen to that <laughs> episode or refresh your memory about Please that. Please do. You can yeah. hear. A lot about his history with uh, with 30 Rocks and his projects and all of that good stuff. And mm-hmm. we we very intentionally when we were like, all right, you can't do two episodes when we recorded that first one. And we learned while recording that episode that he has a connection with somebody in the show. Isn't that
1: crazy? I didn't know. That. I've known Lee for like three years and I didn't know that.
2: Why is that not just the first thing you tell people, Lee? I think you should.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll work on this. I'll work on this. <laughs> yeah. I it. just I, I want to say totally like it.
2: noted. <laughs> <laughs> so we learned um, in that episode that Lee actually. Has a connection with Cheyenne Jackson. Who, if this is your first time watching 30 Rock and you have not watched this episode today, you do not understand why we think Cheyenne Jackson is on the show.
1: Um, yeah, Cheyenne Jackson, also known as. The robot. the robot the robot the robot we'll
2: learn next week what his name is maybe that's true. stay tuned
1: <laughs> or if he speaks English or oh that's, English. A, that's a good point that's my that's favorite true. line I love that I hope he, he speaks, speaks English, English. <laughs> dear lord it's so funny
2: so we invited Lee back for the first episode that Cheyenne appears in so that he can give us some details about the man um, and maybe just tell us can you let our listeners and us remind us and all that good stuff how you know of him do you guys like get dinner every week
0: or just what your what your history with Cheyenne is you know I'd love to say that we get dinner every week (laughs) we don't though but we'll just go back rewind rewind and I'll drop Hamilton references again because that's (laughs) what I do Uh, okay so I love how on brand you are right now and it's delightful
2: Well, and since your last time on this you have now seen Hamilton you hadn't seen it at that point when you recorded last time. you have seen it,
1: right? I saw it in San Francisco. Oh, but I'm sorry. You hadn't just Yeah, my Kelsey, stop lying. But Ooh, still, awkward. he hadn't seen it in LA at that point. And different now, because actually, Lee and I have both see, saw it together. Oh,
0: that's that's right. true. So it was a bonding experience. It was amazing. It was beautiful. To be in the room where it happened. Okay.
1: And then Lee definitely just stood up there and met all of the cast and just encouraged them and told them how worthwhile they were. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing.
0: <laughs> They're so worthwhile. You,
1: every every person who performs on stage really needs Lee in the audience. I want to the perfect audience member.
0: See, I would love to have dinner with them every week, too. We need to make this happen somehow. Uh, So Hamilton cast members, if you're listening to this, please have dinner with me. It doesn't have to be every week, just once a week. (laughs) And Cheyenne Jackson, (laughs) if you're listening to this, you can have dinner with me too, because I believe you live in L.A. You do live in L.A. I know this is a fact. We should remember this. Because I'm like, let's ask him on the show. And then just
1: like, like surprise him with Lee. Lee <laughs> was like, remember me?
2: <laughs> Lee just pops out from <laughs> down the line.
1: <laughs>
0: remember when. Okay. Um,
1: so, Lee, but talk to us a little bit. So, you told us last time that you would perform with Shine Jackson. Can you tell us a little more about this?
0: Yeah, I did. So, um, I performed with Shine Jackson. Um, I was in sixth grade, and he was older than me. Um, <laughs> I was in, um, at this place in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, called Lake City Playhouse, and we performed Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, which to this day, out of all of my theater- theatrical experiences, if I can tell correctly, <laughs> theatrical experiences is one of my most fond, fa- or one of my like most memorable experiences. It was just so, we were like a family, you know, like you had your grandparents, you know, you had the, you know, like 60-year-olds down to like kids that were five, and we were just such a family, and it was so fun. Um, <laughs> but what I remember about Cheyenne from that time is he was what role he ex- did he play and what he role played, did you he played play? pri- i played i was one of the ensemble members in the chorus mm-hmm. b- and because i was too young to play anything you know of Got note it. but it was still fun and he played the prince of course Got because it. you know he's let's be honest he's, he's beautiful beautiful he's he has me.
1: he does he looks like prince eric a little bit too oh, he really totally does he looks he like he should have prince really,
0: Charming. He played like prince eric and the little mermaid on broadway or like something i guess he still could play it somewhere. he's very handsome mm-hmm. um and so, yeah, so I was in a show with him and I just remember that he was really fun and always really kind and super nice to me and to the rest of the cast. And at that time, we just, you know, we saw that spark and we're just like, this guy is going to go places. Mm-hmm. He was from a place about uh, 40 minutes away from Coeur d'Alene called Newport, Washington, which is also on the border of this other town where my aunt used to live called Priest River, Idaho. So it's kind of like... I guess it's called the air it's called Old Town, so basically he was from old town <laughs> um and then he moved to he did some other shows he did like summer stock at in court d'Alene. and he did some other like Shows with our community theater Actually the first show I remember seeing him in Was Phantom of the Opera Not the Andrew Lloyd Webber version oh. But there's another version There's um, another Phantom of the Opera Oh I had heard that There's a Ken. There's a version by this guy named Ken Hill And then, then there's another version by Maury Yeston And yeah Maury Yeston And I can't remember the other guy's name it's Something Ar- Arthur Copet. that's who it is So there's three different Phantom of the Opera versions He was in the Ken Hill version at Lake City hmm. Playhouse And then I was like oh he's super talented And then the next thing you know I was on a show with him And it was great
1: Now for us plebeians in the audience Can you please explain Is the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella The one with Brandy that was on ABC
0: (laughs) I love that one Okay the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella Is the one with Brandy that has like the songs Impossible Things are happening every day I get that song stuck in my head once a month It's such a good song And when you're feeling discouraged You just have to remember that Impossible Things are happening every day
1: I did love that Um, one very much Do you know that's actually credited with bringing back the musical
0: Really, Brandy's yeah, Cinderella.
1: Because it was, it did hugely.
2: Wasn't Whoopi Goldberg
1: in that?
0: Yeah, and yeah, Whoopi yeah, Houston, yeah. too. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. it, it did hugely. And basically, it did so well that suddenly, I think, um, it allowed for the creation. I think it was that i Are you sure remember it this. wasn't a
2: Cinderella story? Because it was Adam Shankman.
1: No, Adam, because Adam Shankman made the Disney that, uh, the Brandy Cinderella and Adam Shankman went to direct Hairspray and other musicals.
0: And Wait, no, actually, I think it was Rob Marshall that directed that Cinderella. Was it Rob the, Marshall? Br- it was pretty much, I know it was Rob Marshall because.
1: Rob Marshall then went to Chicago. It was right, someone Chicago else. Right,
0: Chicago and Nine. And I always thought that with Rob Marshall, the thing that he does really good is he always has a huge, a very nice blend of color. He takes all these colors and makes this world of color that you just get engulfed in. If you think of Chicago, Nine, memoir. Moors of a geisha, which I don't know how many people saw that. I saw Moors of a It was a beautiful though. movie. Like, it was lovely. Like, he uses color so well to make this like visual tapestry that just sucks you into the world.
1: That's amazing.
0: Um, but okay. So going back to Shan. So yes, it was the Brandy version of Cinderella. Like it was a slightly older version because that version was updated a little bit. And then the newest version that came on Broadway in 2012 or 13 was also updated even more. And that's my favorite version right now, actually. But um, Cheyenne was in the, um, yeah, was in the Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella with me. And then he moved on to Seattle and did stuff at the fifth Avenue theater in Seattle, which is a regional theater that does, um, Broadway caliber productions. Then he moved on to Broadway. His first Broadway show was thoroughly modern Millie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then he did Aida. Um, he originated, you like know his career. I'm very impressed. All shook up. And the f- most exciting thing was when he did all shook up in 2005. Um, to buy his cast album and be like, oh my gosh, I'm listening to a guy that like I worked with and it was so exciting. That (laughs) is huge. I I think a lot of
1: us, particularly in the industry have those moments where you, we all have that moment. We know someone who becomes really successful and it's, it's always a very weird feeling to be like, oh, this is so strange. This is that person. I have a friend, I was just talking to her and she knows someone who got cast in a star Wars movie. And that's just so crazy. Like that kind of experience. And I have little things like that, nothing that big, but it's just a very strange phenomenon when you're like, oh, This person and I used to get drinks and now they're working with Steven Spielberg. Like it's really weird. So, what a unique experience you had at such a young age, though, to watch someone's career just awesome. Yeah, it,
0: it was great, and I'm just like, okay, people from Coeur d'Alene do go places, so there's hope <laughs> for me yet. That's really cool. Um, and then, just, I guess, something for you listeners out there, if you want to know more about Cheyenne Jackson, what he's currently doing, because he's doing a show in New York right now, you can check out the latest episode, or not the latest, I think it was one or two weeks ago, of Show People with Paul Wantoric. Paul um, you can find it on YouTube. It's from uh, Broadway.com. dot com. and he actually has a whole interview with Cheyenne Jackson where Cheyenne mentions Idaho and he mentions thirty Rock as well.
1: Mm. Wait, real quick, what is the show? So what is the show that Cheyenne Jackson is doing right now, on Broadway?
0: Oh, I don't remember the I should have known. I should have written this down. No, I don't, don't remember the it. name of it, but we'll um, it. yeah, he's like doing he's doing a short stint in New York right now. So I'm happy for him.
1: He's always doing stuff in New York. He, and he I wants mean, to
0: go back to Broadway as he should because he has he has an amazing voice. I don't know. Did he sing on Thirty Rock ever? He did. He does uh, one of my favorite. Yeah, Christmas
1: episode. He sings Danny Boy in an episode, and I remember my mother does not like Thirty Rock. Sadly, my mother, my mother walked in the room and was like, "Oh." that's so, be- my mom's a sucker for classic singing. She's like, that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she stayed for like 15 minutes. And then she it gives like, mm.
2: Jenna like a stress bloody nose type of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause it's so oh, beautiful. That's r- okay.
0: I, I, I remember this. And Pete now. is Danny so boy, exciting. Yes. The pipes, like, the pipes His voice is calling. magical though. It'll just make you melt. And he actually does have a few albums out too. So oh, I know I'll that. just plug them now. You can find them on iTunes. Um, one of them is called the power of two with him and Michael Feinstein. And the other one, I don't remember the title of it, but it's on my iTunes playlist. Mm-hmm.
1: So. I'm curious. Yeah, I'll find out. We should find out what he's doing right now. I, uh, I think he's so lovely on the show and this mm-hmm. is our intro episode on him. It is. This is when we finally get to meet. I don't, it's so again, they just on this show, they have Josh um, played by Lonnie lonnie mm-hmm. Lonnie. Which, this
2: is his last episode this is
1: his last episode and i'm just impressed this is another case of like why did this person sign on for this scene like it just it, it's really funny him doing this like him showing up being like hey you forgot about me i used to be on the show and then immediately be like here's my character called smelly belly which is proof <laughs> why so he's great. not on the show anymore <laughs> yeah but I, every now and then they just will give a person a scene where I'm like why did this person say yes mm-hmm. why didn't they just say pass <laughs> right I mean, but then he didn't know that would be his last scene that's so true. maybe <laughs> I don't know it's just interesting Yeah, I
2: don't know what on what he went on to do after
0: this mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad for his characters I'm like oh like you used to be on the show and now you're not and that's mm-hmm. sad
1: well I think we should have around 30 30 but I want to say one thing to you Lee before first of all I thank you so much for coming and chatting it's always fun to hear people who have some unique connection to the show absolutely um but I've never told you this my dream is to one to do community shakes I don't want to do any other acting. I want to do community Shakespeare. And like uh, community that's it. theater Shakespeare or yeah. Shakespeare
0: in the community where you just go out and like quote Shakespeare? Both? Like the I mean, I'm pretty
1: much already doing that other one. <laughs> <laughs> I, just sent my, I just sent our friend uh, Will, former guest of the show, the Beatles performing Pyramus and Thisbe, which is one of my favorite Shakespeare Oh, I love it. Yeah. So I love good. it. The Thisbe. Anyway, so my dream is to be in community Shakespeare. So one day, Lee, I hope you get to help me make this dream okay, happen. Well,
0: since I do directing too, then I can, we'll Anytime. make this happen. We'll I make it happen. I think I'm
1: a perfect Beatrice so
0: i could totally see that thank
1: you she's who i modeled myself after since i was nine <laughs> which says so much about who i am as a person Anyway, so we'll get into this at another point. This is, um, this is about 30 Rock, not Shakespeare.
0: I have it locked in, though, to my list of projects that I want to do in the future. And so, we'll Kimmy talk. in community. I will say I've been
1: doing live reads with friends, and I recently was cast as the um, plucky female secretary in an Agatha Christie play, Ten Gosh. Little Indians. <laughs> Love Ooh, that. That's a great play, too. Love that. I was, I was uh, Claythorne. Vera Claythorne.
0: Which, on a side note, have you guys seen *Murder on the Orient Express*? Now Not that we're yet. About? I'm Agatha seeing Christine? it in the next week because we read it for our book club a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. so we're okay. Okay. seeing it. Um, phenomenal cast, and I've I'll heard it was really it good there. <laughs> <laughs> I want. What you I don't to want say, to influence Lee? your opinion? Fair enough.
1: Mm-hmm. I appreciate okay, that. Right. So we'll dis- you Lee, I'll give you a call once I see it. We'll okay, discuss. please do. Please Let's do. do it. All right, but it's time for 30. 30 Thirty three thirty 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 three thirty thirty three Is there a thirty thirty theme music or now? That we it was our thirty thirty, 30 that was ours. That's what we do. <laughs> you that is 100 percent whisper
0: and very like 30
1: uh huh. Mm-hmm. that's it's we us i don't know how it happened how did I we get there i don't
2: remember if that was from the jump or or what if we i will have to go but some some listener tell us when we started doing that please thanks exactly um we give out homework assignments mm-hmm. so uh my 30 30 today is actually really kind of funny and it's only a 30 30 because of this episode so in this episode um gilbert godfrey is mentioned at Eventually, a couple of times
1: is mentioned and, and is in it. In
2: person it. In yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I, I was in voice We weren't getting there yet. Oh, I sorry, I didn't it. mean to skip. His name is mentioned in this episode.
0: Don't jump the gun, um, I'm so sorry. You jumped too.
2: I was just. I was. I was catching up on Harmontown because I was several episodes behind. Oh yeah, he's
1: been on Harmontown a couple times. Yeah,
2: uh, well, no, he 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 was the comptroller once many many times ago and Jeff Daly many moons ago. many 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 moons ago but they just had uh Neil Berkeley on as a guest recently and Neil Berkeley did the Harmontown documentary when they went on tour a couple yes
1: years ago. the one that we are in yes, well, yes. You're,
2: you're in I don't think I'm in it you're in it that we see you say in line bef- when you were just somebody who randomly perused nerd mail. <laughs> I
1: know before I worked there um, weird
2: and so Neil Berkeley did it. So he had Neil Berkeley Back on Specifically to talk about He has a new documentary All about Gilbert Godfrey mm-hmm. Called Gilbert um, And I was When I was listening To the episode All it made me do, I literally went back on And bought the Harmontown documentary Because I forgot That I enjoyed it so much So I went there And I watched that And then um, But yeah So I Based on what they were Talking about I'm, I'm going to watch The Gilbert Godfrey one too Because it sounds Really good And he kind of got um, Gilbert to eventually Kind of break from The character we know him as
1: which I don't, So few people have heard. Yeah, do. Like the
2: real mm-hmm. Gilbert and like talk. And I guess um, Neil was saying that like you see a lot about his relationship with his sister, who was battling cancer and has since died since the documentary finished. Oh dang, um, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah. But so it's it's po- like it, it is incredibly sad. But it was just I I was really excited because whatever so i would just suggest that that um if you like the voice of gilbert in this episode maybe you like his documentary interesting uh,
1: he's got a podcast going right now like gilbert Godfrey's having an interesting moment interesting i don't know i just feel like he's a little more present and uh, then again my only experience with gilbert godfrey godfrey is aladdin so uh, um <laughs> <and> <laughs> <Aflac>. <laughs> Wait, i
0: thought he did like some kind of like pop tarts commercial or like that sounds right talking about that it sounds right. Pop tarts or cereal commercial. One of the two. And I'm just like, that's definitely Gilbert Godfrey.
1: I mean, there, uh, it has to be right. You can't miss him. So I've
0: seen him in Hollywood squares a few. Like when that was a thing. <laughs> he would fit I in <laughs> Hollywood, squares. Hollywood squares. That makes sense. I never
2: once put. Uh, and because I haven't watched a lot probably in like, I don't know, five or six years. And as soon as you said, oh, and a lot. I'm like, oh, I instantly like I had. not I never put that together.
1: Yeah. What's the bird's name? Iago. 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 Yeah. Patience, I mix Iago, up patience. Iago and. Oh, Zazu's in, a Zazu's in Lion King. King.
2: That's, I was thinking Zazu and I knew that we're all right. the
1: same. Yeah, they're no. all
2: birds. Well, all <laughs> I know is because Zazu, John
1: Oliver, is Zazu. and oh, my favorite God. tweet I've seen in years where he says, Beyonce and I have some news <laughs> and it's him announcing the casting for the Lion King. Uh, but uh, yeah. it was adorable. Anyway, dude, that's a good 30-30. Good for yeah, God for such awesome, a character. right? Um, and it's such a, I feel like it's worth saying once that we're having a moment with male comedians and... That is a very nice way of putting that. I think we're having a moment. Um, But and Gilbert of is one of the kind of the classic voices. And I don't know. He was responding to everything. And I don't really want to go into it. But I've been thinking about him a lot just as like a figurehead. Huh. Like him and Andy Dick. All these kind of like male comedians that we all grew up with who have really strong voices in culture. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of been thinking about it lately.
2: Didn't something come out about Andy Dick about all this stuff too?
1: Well, I, that I think things have been coming out about Andy Dick for years. Yeah. So true. particularly... Um, we'll leave. We'll leave that there, we'll though. That but here. we'll let this stay about this level of dark. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about good 30-30 Dude, thank Thanks. you so much.
2: Today we are talking about season four, episode four of 30 Rock, Mm -hmm. Audition
1: Day. Audition
2: Day. Air date was November 5th, 2009. Director was Beth McCarthy Miller and writer was Matt Hubbard. Got it. Great classic,
1: classic, great 30 Rock teams. Yup.
2: A uh, recap is that Jack is dealing with what it's like to be an outcast courtesy of some unexpected visitors. Jenna recruits Tracy to help her make sure that someone she hates doesn't join the cast. And Liz and Pete stack the deck to get the new actor they want only to hit a few bumps in the road.
1: Oh, my gosh. This esp- this episode is such a gem. I don't know. Absolutely. Just initial thoughts, both of you. What did you think?
0: Um, Well, for me, because I do directing and I do casting, like – there were so many relatable and I mean, I've been, and I do acting too. So there've been so many relatable points as far as like, g- just the whole view of like actors, you know, just like, you know, actors, they're people with feelings too. And like every actor thinks that when they come out of an audition, it's like, why are you treating me like this? I'm i I'm a person too. Like, just like love <laughs> me. And um, so there's that thing. And then just like on the casting side of things, you know, just like seeing some auditions that are very, you know, ridiculous mm-hmm. at certain times, you are like, Wow And um, you know, so I related to that and yeah. then the um you know, and then there's all these little fun little like theatery and actory references in there that I totally get that I'm like, I I love this. And then from a directing point of view and just like, you know, just like wanting to like find the right person and all that. Like all of that stuff is so relatable to me. I'm like, this is the perfect episode to talk about for me.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I think you are absolutely perfect and I would love to hear perspective just because I'm not a performer. So I've never been through the audition process. I work with some performers every now and then just through friends and whatnot, you know, just seeing what they're going through. Um, It's a whole process, honestly, and it's very intensive, the audition process, um, and there's such an art to it. So my heart really broke in this episode because I've just (laughs) seen friends go through this and it really, whoo. It's really hard, but I want to before we get into it, there's a specific moment that really killed me Um, if we're talking about the audition process. And obviously it's dot com has those little flashcards and it's the bit where it says if she says no, where Mm -hmm. he's reading it, that (laughs) feeling I have is the same feeling I had in the 2000 and I want to say 15 Oscars where Eddie Redimane was up for uh, Theory of Everything and Michael Keaton Mm -hmm. was up for Birdman and Eddie Redimane won. And the way the camera panned, you watched, they announced Eddie Redimane's name. He took the stage and you watched Michael Keaton take a piece of have a piece of paper in his hand and put it back in his pocket. And you realize he had an acceptance speech and he had prepared. And I remember (laughs) I saw that because I love Michael Keaton. If we're talking about Shakespeare again, I was very influenced by him and much about nothing. And it broke my heart hurt. He'll have his moment. I really believe Michael Keaton will get an Oscar at some point. He's going to have his moment. But that's the feeling I have when you Uh. see .com read, if she says no, I just am like, Oh, which is great.
0: It's so brutal, going back to the Oscar thing, I just have to comment on this. Yes, please do. It's so brutal when they, like... Pan to the they person. show immediately they, the losers. Like, they know the runner-up, you know, because you always have like you know in the Oscar race for best actor actors. There's always like those two that are going to be in the lead, and mm-hmm. whichever one does not call, they always pan to their face. And I'm like, just focus on the person that's winning now. We don't need to see the look. of We defeat. know they're sad. Yeah. We know they're sad. We get it. They're disappointed. I would like. Be are too. they
2: hoping that somebody's going to flip the camera off? Like that's what they're hoping for. For they a
0: want a moment, right? Right. But it just, I don't know. It's just it's so brutal, honestly. Mm. Yeah.
1: It's it really really hurts. So. Those are the feelings this episode gave me. It's like, oh no, oh no. So I, oh, it's so intense. But um,
2: I definitely, when I started watching this episode, I went, ugh. Like, I don't, I end up liking it more than I remembered.
1: Oh, really? It. So you didn't like this episode? I did not. Normally. Like it.
2: Yeah. Well, Interesting. Did you not, yeah. What did I, I what don't know. I just, it started and I went, ugh. Like, I don't, I don't remember what it was that I didn't like about it. But there was, I was not looking forward to watching the episode. Um. And then at the end I was like, okay, that was, I guess that was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> that sounds, like, it, it was a funny episode. Um, but I just don't remember having ever enjoyed it previously.
1: Well, this is fun. Then I'm excited to see what you rediscovered about it. Yeah, absolutely. You're like playing <laughs> with your hair, very annoyed. Like I, I didn't know. used I to guess, like it, like sub- but so I like it now. Anyway, well, Kelsey, which, uh, which plot line do you want to cover?
2: Um, let's start, let's start with Jax because Jax is (laughs) just kind of
1: funny <laughs> jack oh my gosh jack's
2: got bedbugs
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> okay not just bedbugs
2: what were all the other names that oh um
1: ozark kisses
0: the chew let's see the woodsman's the chew companion do
1: y'all have any other good names i was trying to think of names for um for bedbugs uh,
2: i was thinking about asking there was one other one that somebody
1: mentioned later on uh, uh, it's the taxi driver yells something, but cry oh,
2: oh, yeah. He calls him. Um, oh my gosh, uh, someone's uh, concubine. It's the, it's the <laughs> Zimbabwean <laughs> president's concubine. <laughs> I looked at the guy's name. I don't remember what it was. That's so oh, funny. Uh, Mugabe's concubine.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. No, there's
2: one other name that somebody calls it. But if I find it, I'll
1: say it. Have you guys ever? I'm gonna ask a real Have you guys ever experienced bed bugs? I don't
0: think so fortunately no but i have heard horror stories of bed bu- like of bed bugs oh from yeah friends and stuff and they say that like you just get so paranoid and even when they're gone you still think that they're on you and you're oh. just like what i think of though and this is a really bad comparison when i think mm-hmm. of bed bugs though is the closest comparison i can think of to them and I know this is completely different, is like the old mummy movie with Brendan Fraser. They had these oh little, oh my bugs gosh, those giant that beetles uh, your, and They get under your skin. Uh, it's such a disturbing image, but that's what I think about when I think of bedbugs. And I know it's not like that, and I would never, yeah, that would be terrible. If that like, was to right.
2: me, me bedbugs are a combination of lice and
1: ticks.
0: That's Let, a good way to look at it, I think. They're so gross. Oh, Blue Ridge Quill Ticklers. Blue
1: uh. Ridge Quill Ticklers. I got really fortunate. I saw, after all that time I spent in India, honestly, I should have. But luckily, oh, I think gosh. it was cold enough I didn't have any bed bug issues. Thank God.
0: Were there any friends that have bed bug issues? From I've,
1: India? Um, I, just a lot of my friends, when they go, they've come back and they have to be... Like, I had some friends I just saw a week ago who just came back from India. And they just had to be... Now, it's not like India has bed bugs. It's the bad hostels we all stay in when mm. we were in India. Gosh. Um, Because I stayed in a bed... And I stayed in a hostel... For for two weeks where I never touched the bed I slept on because it was so gross I put things over it it oh, was awful yeah. and they were for sure bu- bed bugs in that somehow I escaped Ugh.
0: now here's a question about bed bugs really mm-hmm. quick before we get back into the like plot line do you think because I always thought maybe you could like humanize the bed bugs and make them like really cute and stuff oh if like a made, Wes like, Anderson like a flea I was thinking, circus I of, like <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a Bugs Life, but like a Pixar movie, but oh it's specifically gosh. about bed bugs. You know, I'm you glad get to that know you the went. Characterizations and like, I'm so you glad get you to, went. Like, endure, like, in endu- They become like, endearing characters. The little
2: kid like has all of his friends, and his mom thinks he's kind of like nuts. Like, oh, you're invisible friends. Like, no, Tommy was here earlier, and then it cuts to like Tommy on his pillow, waiting for him to come home from school. Exactly.
0: <laughs> the only thing about <laughs> that though is it might make bed bugs look appealing, and then kids are like mm, <laughs> bed bugs. <yeah."> and <laughs> and then the so parents so would not for bed bugs. The parents would like <laughs> sue like Pixar or something to be like, you are responsible for my kid having. Bed bugs. He just sought it out now.
1: I'm so entertained that you were that I immediately went Wes Anderson stop motion <laughs> and you immediately went Pixar. It says so much about who we are as people. Oh Indeed. my god What would the
2: sequel be their response though? And like oh parents are mad about the first one. So how do we make bed bugs evil
0: in number two? <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> Maybe
0: you could please both parties and they could have like split personalities or something. Oh, so gosh. sometimes they're like, it's like the Jack bring in compact, He'll you know? He'll create a
1: good twist. We'll I get g- that Shamal a <laughs> ding dong guy.
0: There we go. There I we love go. A <laughs> love it. That's
1: what my dad calls him. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we'll get to right. Jack. So he's got bed bugs. I, 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 the product placement in this episode so oh my is so incredible. Go Cisco. Cisco.
2: Mm-hmm. Which it's I, so my, funny. We use Cisco routers. At, or we use... I don't think we do anywhere. I think we're using HP switches right now. Um, but Or HP sonicles. Anyways. Cisco. That, that cracked... The IT person in me cracked up that they were talking about Cisco.
1: Well, this is what I'm going to say really impresses me about this episode. Uh, this episode... And a lot of them, we have an A story, B story, C story. And maybe A and B interact or B and C interact. Mm-hmm. This one every st- plot line is so deeply intertwined in the next it's so beautifully crafted totally. right because they have this whole thing he's got the bed bugs right and so the bed bug he starts off being be more human but then he has this affliction that makes him appreciate his humanity and they also create an affliction that makes him use these this ridiculous t- i just i don't know there's so much thought into this episode how it's crafted it blows my mind
0: i was literally just thinking that earlier today when i was eating lunch i'm like you know what this is one of those episodes where the a b and c like all the storylines they're interwoven Mm -hmm. together really beautifully like you need one of them yeah one of them interconnects with the other it's not just like separate you know you couldn't just do a separate like episode for each one of them because they all come together (laughs) at the
1: end they do (laughs) thank you for that jingle i think we're gonna use it
0: you can always expect musical references from me
1: that's all i want um (laughs) I,
2: the scene, sorry, the scene with Jack on the subway because the taxi driver won't let him in because he looks like the guy's concubine or whatever. Um, no, he doesn't
1: look like the guys he's calling the, he's calling the bedbugs, the concubine. He says you are
2: Mugabe's concubine. No, No,
1: I didn't think he said you are. I thought he said, the closed
2: caption said you are.
1: That doesn't make any sense. I thought it was another name because we keep getting funny names for bedbugs. The funny name for the bedbugs in this scene is Mugabe's concubines.
2: Well, I think it was a comment about the pre- about Mugabe. Like, oh, I don't know if like it's all like if if there was like something with him like being dirty or whatever it is that gets you bed bugs. He
1: looks like Mugabe's concubine, though.
2: That, that's what I I didn't read it. As Lee, how'd you
1: read it? Break the tie. Or do you have a third interpretation? I love when this happens. I find <laughs> it fascinating. Language is weird. How'd you read this joke?
0: Wait, okay. So g- really quickly, just refresh how you interpreted it.
1: I interpret it as another funny name for bedbugs. Like he sees a, he sees him scratching. He goes, oh no, Mugabu's concubine. And he's calling it like that's what bedbugs are in that cultural language. And she saw it. Had, they were calling Jack Mugabu's con- concubine.
0: Oh, see, I thought I thought it was Jack, actually, like as well. I oh, dang! That way, uh,
1: hats off. I, I, I've lost this battle. Interesting. Well, yeah,
2: I don't. I think if I think, th- I think because I read the closed caption,
0: it said you are. We get it, Kelsey. You I want me that to read closed well, <laughs> Like an English point of view, concubine indicates like one person. It's a oh. person yeah, versus yeah, yeah, like yeah. bed bugs would be a people group or i really aid. hope
1: our next itunes review is like they really get into grammar a lot <laughs> um, which would be accurate so for all
0: your english students out there lee my hat is
1: off you just made a beautiful argument i'm one over they call jack the concubine
0: but um, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, you were making the point also about the another train. another note of English wording, real quick. Maga- is it Mugavu? Mugabe? Mugabe. Okay, because name. it kind M- of M ma- G A B E. Okay, because it kind of reminds me of agave. So it's like agave like and mugave <laughs> Could they like make a Mugabe? Like I don't know. <laughs> anyway, just-
2: his name is Robert Mugabe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, just a side note. Just word association. He's yeah. uh, cool.
2: identified as a Marxist Leninist. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Although Sexy. after the nineteen
2: nineties, he self-identified only as a socialist.
1: His, oh yeah let it too hot wait for the with Lenin his and policies
0: have been described as Mugabeism. biopic coming soon 2019 <laughs> oscars ladies and i'd gentlemen. watch it david Oyelowo plays him and david i'd watch it in perfect. a minute i'm in uh uh-huh. oh good great i'm glad big.
1: we're making this movie <laughs> <laughs> david Oello is now attached
0: david Oyelowo, if you're listening to this do this movie please
1: <laughs> <laughs> um okay actually no i'm gonna not touch on the later so what happened on the train
2: so on the so it so the scene of him like trying to get people like whatever. And he makes his announcement. It reminds me of the scene that happens later on in like season six or seven where Liz dresses as an old lady. And, like, she's, like, put, where people, like, will let her sit down. And she gets to be re- Like, there was just something about it that reminded me. Maybe it's because Liz is on a subway at that point.
1: Oh, yeah. That's probably why. But, no, I remember that scene. Yeah. That's a really great scene in a future episode. And people also... The uh, the shame of uh, public transportation is yes. real for a lot of us. Yes. Um, so, basically, he just bas- has to go in the freight elevator. And he just goes on this journey of rejection that makes him really appreciate all the people who actually interact with him.
2: And you get, like, the two... Like, the saddest one is Jonathan. Like, Jonathan, like won't touch jack like he just I he's so heartbroken for for jack and then later on when jack wants a hug <laughs> when jack wants a hug from kenneth oh yeah and he's like i got something or whatever he ends up saying it's kenneth so rejection funny. from kenneth i feel like would be that's the, deepest the ultimate blow.
1: rejection right right he's so kind Oh, but man. literally, this plot. Other than these just like vignettes of Jack interacting with people, which he, Alec Baldwin is so good with people, it always yes. works. You basically he just gets pushed to the point where he decides he's going to uh, make. He makes the decision that uh, at the end of the episode that drives everything. So the I think only that's pretty person much his, his hands. Can exactly. I also want
0: to add something about the plotline too that I really do. Like, notice that kind of reaches on a deeper level too. It's like the thing at the beginning. So at the beginning, he's like you know like I think one of his quotes is like you know like think like a robot, be like yeah. Um, what does he say like be less dis-
2: passionate. He says a...
0: Uh be I mean, like logical like and, ro- be logical and, and dispassionate passionate. yes yep. and so he says that and then like and I mean um, and then you know at the end he's like talking to the robot you know when he's going in, he's like oh you can use the regular elevator around the corner Um, you're you know you're actually a human or you're a human being. yeah I know and It's so it's like interesting because at the beginning he starts out with this whole dichotomy of like
1: human v robot you know yeah. of,
0: of like you know think like a robot and like you know be a robot and just like be so like have no feeling and no emotion and blah 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 and then by the end and he's totally on the. He's the one that, like, you know, like well, yeah, feels well, and, like a robot, and he's like now the robot is human. It's just such an interesting like dichotomy, I think, Ooh. and also it plays into obviously. The whole idea of actors and who, how actors are viewed, and so on and so forth yeah. as well. But and that, like we'll get into that later.
2: Liz calls him out on that, where she's like, "I chose so and so," and he's like, "Well, why not this he's Like, and he's like, "You're such a robot." Like, that's what you told me to be. Like, Liz calls him out on that at one point, where she's so annoyed that he's annoyed at her for being more robotic. Oh,
0: and then he says something later too, like he's like, "You know, like I have bed bugs, and like they have, um, the they have like chewed the blinders off of my eyes." That was that was Kenneth saying that. Yeah, Kenneth said. Oh, Kenneth says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know. Oh,
2: maybe that was, then, Jack then, was Jack. No, it was Jack. Because I mean, then he's, you're like, right, you're right. he's like, "These people <laughs> are all like,
0: like, you know, these are all human beings, lemon with feelings, yeah." And so everyone gets a chance, you know. And so like, it was interest. I mean, it's just interesting because you see that transformation once again. And I, I just thought it was such a very cool. Theme and juxtaposition of robot versus human, and how it's almost kind of like ironic in certain ways. At the end, at the end, you know what happens. Totally, you know, no. I, decision and everything. I loved it. I'm so
1: glad you're talking about that. I was going to talk about it too, and I will go. I won't add much more. You pretty much said it. But that is what makes me feel like this episode so well crafted. Yes, thematically, absolutely. it's so beautiful. This journey and the way they literally physicalize this like human to robot thing with a literal ro- yeah. cheyenne, cheyenne Jackson robot. It's so funny to me. Totally, it's incredibly well written.
0: Once again, the th- the beauty of this episode too is that it's not just for that storyline, but it fits into all the all other storylines story too. That uh. like it's a theme that. Plays throughout the whole episode, not just yeah. Jack's story. Matt
1: hubbard I love you.
0: <laughs> Will you
1: marry me? <laughs> this is how I get married, is I just propose to the writers on so, my that show. That would be such yeah.
0: a good story. And I so know. Our, out. What Well I was listening to a podcast. I was I
1: was on a, my podcast. I paged them on my podcast. Exactly. Exactly. I heard this girl and mm-hmm. so I thought I would marry her. Oh my goodness. The cheese signal instead of the bat signal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so lead us into the Liz storyline
2: okay so the Liz story well, so it's like a Liz and Pete storyline so they're ready to hire the new actor and there's this whole the Hornberger strategy that is very Hornberger. smart <laughs> it's so smart so it's that there's going to be because it starts with all these pictures on the wall in the first person Jack's getting warmed up the second person Jack hates the third person is Jaden is yeah is Jada Michael Tyler and, and the fourth, fourth person, person reminds, reminds him how much he like Jada yeah. Michael Tyler and I wrote sorry well can, like the first thing i wrote was like Jada Michael Tyler's the first choice right and i wrote remember when everybody had three names and that's what they were named it's known, the but, most like, actory yeah. name Michael i've ever Murray, heard sarah michelle geller like all that stuff and i was like oh my gosh remember when everybody went by their full name
1: it is the you most actory name i've ever heard in my entire it life really is Michael so. Tyler. that guy too like i just what an incredible guest star bit like that character the way he works it i was told when that are what really good. Often for like a guest star, but when you show up on a show, they often don't write. Always write you really funny lines. It's really what you bring to the part. I'd never mm. thought about that. I usually thought comedy shows. It's what the ri- it's in the writing, and it yeah. is. But it's so much for particularly guest stars. What you bring to that role naturally to totally. make it funny. And I think this guy just destroys it that.
0: Oh, he does Absolutely. A great job. I
1: don't even know who's who's this actor. Kelsey
0: fun duelist or something like that. I don't. I I've never him seen him in today. anything. Okay, oh, okay. I'm on you just because not. I'm like, who is this guy? I feel like I wonder if I've seen him in anything else.
1: No, because I and like he, him so much.
0: He's done, he has like 28 IMDb credits on for film and TV, and then he has like some theater credits too. Good so. for him. He must
1: have been a theater dude. He must have been in New York. They're always theater people he totally on
0: the show. Works. And it, yeah, totally. He's got
1: very um, emotive eyebrows, so I imagine he would do well in theater. Definitely.
0: So. He has good eyebrows.
1: But so basically, they're trying to do this, and then but Liz remembers. I love this joke too. Liz remembers her own acting days with Susan's B, B+ plus talent. T- I,
0: I oh love that gosh. too. That's so. I, great. When my air conditioner no, isn't, what that's is it? Not what, it is. what is when it? When your carpets need clean? When your carpet? It's so cleaned. much deep cleaning, right? Something like your when my carpet needs a deep, deep clean. clean.
1: Oh, I didn't think about that, Kelsey. <laughs> Sorry, wow, Kelsey, this joke. podcast just became explicit. <laughs> wah, wah.
0: Sorry, Mom. Dear Lord. Uh. But the B plus talent thing that really got it's a great joke so it's so good Mm
1: -hmm. and we just get a continuation of poor. i love what i love is we normally they all are pick on dot com right and i love this episode because we get a little further in where they all realize how incredible dot com is they're just putting him down because it's a power thing yes Uh, yes. which he's like oh yeah because you played a dumb bird in a play at the wesleyan
0: like first of all that's a great location and it's the seagull so if you do check (laughs) off you're 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 esteemed
1: and then i just love that bit later where they find what tracy finds out he's like oh i watched him become yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so good um but yeah so the liz storyline so pete's all upset because she's now she let dot com audition and mm-hmm. then because she let him audition everybody wants audition and so pete is constantly having to continue to stack the deck to make sure that you finally get Jaden in there so that jack will end up loving him and it just it you just get it just, you get brian williams <laughs> yeah to audition forget for, about it you get uh but Frank
1: Micaro- <laughs> Nicarolo or whatever from New Jersey. Jersey. Uh
2: you get Frank being like, I will not change my act for your show. You get Toofer and Lutz wanting to be the, the laugh there? of the, the Mohicans. Moj- that's, oh that's, so that's a great funny. name too. That's a great name. It's
1: a college improv team name. Oh, <laughs> it really
2: is. Totally. Dear Lord. Um, you get the janitor saying, <laughs>
1: I'm going to need a wig. No, who's that? That's for the no, other guy. For my Look first ahead.
2: character, I'd like to do an old janitor who's finally had enough and stabs
1: everybody. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: yeah. I love how psycho that janitor is. I had um, that I'm woman, like...
0: Ka- what's her name? Kathy something? Oh, Kathy Bates Ka- getting up there with Not her. Kathy Not Kathy Bates. <laughs> Not Kathy. Kathy Guys. <is> she, right? <laughs> Kathy Guys. <laughs> Kathy guys. Uh, the yeah. Susan. Yeah. By the way,
2: Susan Boyle. You know who's
1: a huge fan of Susan Boyle? Who? My grandfather. Really? <laughs> He'll play it and then be like, can you believe how talented she is?
2: Oh. <laughs> Oh, and so like, this was like cause, like, so This, this is tense, right when it happened That was in April And this is November Oh yeah that's and true And Susan Boyle's first CD Came out like Two weeks Three weeks later
1: Because this is the song She sang in that first Yeah song. yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what got God, But what then it you learn
2: the like I'm sorry I did not expect her To pull down Put her underpants, underpants <laughs>
1: <again>. <laughs> 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 Also love how she just ha- Like completely barrels Into Jade McIntyre and, oh, and he does is not like, respond yeah. for <laughs> Kathy, no, no No yeah the
2: no Is just <laughs> 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 That cracked me up Oh my goodness! Oh man! Um,
1: I also like when Pete is mad at Liz. He hits her, and she goes, "No, you know my Fontanelle never called. Yes, that. <laughs> her
2: soft spot. So well, funny. So, so the whole they want Jaden because he's amazing, and she called all of his references, and she called and got um, references from Martin Scorsese, Christopher Walken, and Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Thank you. I'm on Who's the other one? Um, and she's like, "Awesome, it's great." And then when he goes to do his audition before Jack. He realizes that he, Liz hears him say that she he's at a, a dinner party at Martin Scorsese's house with Christopher Walken and Gova Godfrey's guest. And she's like, oh, my God. She's so mad about it. I can't imagine that this is.
1: But I think this might be the first time I realized that they got all of those people to do the actual videos for them, which yep. is insane. I love that so, so much. It's so funny. Also, because if you have a you have like a. Um. Oh, like one favor ode from Martin Scorsese. Do you use it for a VO? Yeah. <laughs> what? I'll take it. He's so fun. They're all so funny. And I brought wine. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jaden Michael Tyler. I just love how crazy he is. And again, we get another example of Jenna being right. Yep. Yeah. Um,
0: okay.
1: And I just love the. I'm sorry I doubted you. It's just
2: you've never been right, right before. before yeah. <laughs> About anything I know. <laughs> like... <laughs> Um, yeah. So she, so, oh yeah. Oh, because that's not what makes Liz realize he's crazy. She realizes he's crazy when she goes to confront him in the back room. And he's like, but you took a picture of my private parts my because <laughs> he had her take a picture. Like just that whole thing, That's where she's like, oh crap. You're again, crazy. that eyebrow
1: arch is on fleek.
0: Mm-hmm. And then like at the end of that too, like the whole thing is like, if someone who's crazy, do they let laugh like this? The <laughs> The laugh. laugh. it's It's such so a great good. performance by that guy.
2: It
1: really is i love him very much
2: i wrote um crazy buddy which because that's what when jennifer anison's is on in season two like because she went crazy you know she was just kind of crazy they called her like crazy buddy like that's what that's reminding me of like
1: oh crazy buddy mm-hmm. no he's insane but i also i love that okay actually no that's jenna's storyline can we move to jenna's yeah let because
2: that's how liz it ends with her thinking that jack's gonna like Jaden, and, and jack ends up liking the robot
1: exactly so Jenna and Tracy have this incredible storyline <laughs> too it's a really good C plot honestly where basically Jenna catches wind that there might be something happening that there might be auditions right yeah. and so she basically attacks uh, well she Kenneth. learns that it's Jaden oh, oh no no you're right no. The, 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 so you're basically right. she knows there's gonna be auditions and <laughs> Tracy's like it's gonna be a skinny white guy you're gonna be amazing I'll just make people laugh by being like all that stuff yeah whatever but then she sees Kenneth has a paper she had, she <laughs> like floats up to which he says vampire yes uh, I love that. I love how she approaches, though. And then he's like, "Oh, j- li- you know, Liz said not to show Jenna, but maybe he's met. Maybe she met Jenna in luggage, luggage storage." storage.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then I love that later, after when she re- when Liz realized what happened, she goes, "Ah, luggage storage, Jenna." <laughs> <place>. <laughs> but um, she finds out it's Jaden. And she, they basically, her and Tracy, decide to go. They're freaking out. They realize there's more <laughs> auditions happening because .com's going to be in. So they decide to go find their own talent. Yes. Right? And I love these people. They find um, a rabbi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they find this delightful gay guy who's not gay. He's, He's bi-
0: hilarious.
1: Um, and then I just. like, that- attention all gays. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you are. What do you say? Like, if you are funny. If, uh, if all are funny, game, gays funny gays into the car. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's like a level of commentary that's happening on this that I don't, f- I mean, I like that they're going for types clearly yeah. that aren't them, but I can't, I don't have enough. I have nothing to say other than there's something happening there. Commentary wise that I can't fully tap into. And
0: yeah. then there's that line with like the, what is it? The black people? We need line? Like she's like black people. I know that I've wrote, I've said terrible things about you in print or something like that. <laughs> I've not uh, said terrible things about you in print, but my, I come on a mission of peace. That's right. That's, that's, that's a great line. That's that's a great so, moment, particularly too.
1: from Tracy. Dear Lord. <laughs> Uh, and
2: then you get the they show we need the funniest fool here to step forward. And it's Colandra. <laughs>
1: I love how that woman eats a donut, though. <laughs>
2: that's all she does the whole episode
1: i wish i i wish i had that much fun when i eat donuts <laughs> i gotta work on that we can practice you know all right lee we'll donuts. work <laughs> on this <laughs> i have a lot of donut places i want to go so it's happening <laughs> there's a lot of
0: really good donut places in
1: LA. there are the my favorites in orange county am though. i
2: weird that i don't love donuts like i like the fresh m M&M, and the M&M's, m&ms are great that's
1: oh, not i'll eat sidecar donuts but yes oh
2: i don't see i don't like
1: fancy oh, donuts i, I fancy want donuts. either a
2: fresh crispy cream or Ooh. I want the fresh uh, the blueberry. hot glaze crispy cream. That's I do, do, I want do. It hot I won't like it cold. Or I want I want the hot blueberry donuts from M M&M M donuts. Those blueberry donuts are dope.
1: Yep. I'm with you. Um, if you're
2: ever at Disneyland, go to blueberry do go to M M&M M donuts. Wait, I'm going to Disneyland this like weekend. Go to M M&M M Donuts. Right it's right down the it's way. I'm gonna street? No, it's, no on it's, not it's not in Disneyland, it's park. nearby. It's on Catella. It's like ten minutes, five it's to M- 10 minutes M&M away. M donuts. Yeah, it's literally the letter I'm M there. and A sign and M. It's on what is that Harbor and Catella. Uh no, that's Brookhurst and Catella
1: it's it's on catella it's m&m okay. donuts they have yeah. after 10 they have fresh made blueberry donuts like and like dope. literally
2: it's like this little hole in the wall donut shop in the middle of the parking it's like lot. a stand in a parking and lot. depending on what time you get there like the line like and like because like car um car meets happen there like the line like it'll take you sometimes four to five minutes to get through the oh, line wow. it's
1: so either the time we were good. it took us two hours Maybe. It normally doesn't do that. That was a weird night. They said that. But we al- tried
0: to go for Bach bachelor- these bachelorette party and we were too high. Also, an M M&M donuts, if you're listening to this, you're welcome for the free promotion Yeah, the and M donuts. Cash only. Oh, why don't you anymore.
1: support us by sending us donuts every time we record? I'd be You can M&M. write a review
2: for this podcast too. <laughs> right. Oh, right. And just M M, M M. Mm Mm M. M&M, M&M. <laughs> that'd be great. Um Liz Lemon would be proud.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> but back to that, they're doing. Yes. My What was that? There was a moment I loved, and now I can't remember it at all. I just love them freaking out, them bringing in this new talent to play, and then the whole orchestrated system. I can't remember anything else about this. He's evil, Tracy. Evil, that's uh, my, my, yes. my I love- favorite
2: yeah it was, that was first it starts where evil. jenna walks after emergency uh-huh. and he grabs the drama mask and goes where um <laughs> and, then, and then i didn't realize that that's so funny <laughs> and then jenna goes he's evil tracy and then tracy goes he's evil, evil. tracy Oh, oh, evil comma Tracy! Like again, grammar jokes. Like love it.
1: I also really <laughs> love. It. He's like paranoia. Where? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> just yes. so good. It's so good. <laughs> Oh. Also, I love
0: her line at the beat, or I think it's Jenna that's just like, oh, this is, like, it's going to be, it's going to be a disaster, like Katrina. Yes. Remember Katrina, that crazy girl from Hair and It's <laughs> <But> such <laughs> yes. a great, like, I yeah. mean, such, such a great, great cultural misdirect. <laughs> reference, but also just a great, yeah, great misdirect. Right? It's so funny. Oh, my God. It's he, so good. He also
1: has the bit where he's trying to, like, get his parking paid for it. He goes, we drove a million miles.
2: Okay, which I, so, and then later on, Trace, Jack jokes that he, like, tried to turn in a mileage reimbursement form for, for $600,000. Six, <laughs> Which comes out to sixty cents a gallon, which is about right.
1: Fair, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, not bad.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I get sixty five at work or seventy, so I mean that's about right.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um,
2: yeah, and that just kind of so it ends with the
1: robot. Yeah, basically the twist is the only person who would t- talk to Jack is the one he wants to hire. So that he tells Liz they're hiring, which is the for a great businessman. <laughs> He's really dumb sometimes, but they got lucky. But they're hiring the robot to which we get that Gracie with Liz walking away. Oh, boy.
2: I hope he speaks English. (laughs) But then the whole episode ends with Jack singing on the subway.
1: This little Little light light of mine, I'm I'm going to let let it shine. And then he he pulls out the
2: bag to collect money. Like...
1: (laughs) It's such a classic from what I hear, Subway. I always think of that John Mullaney bit where he talks about how seeing a mariachi man on the subway is a lot like, you know, in a gangster movie where you're like, you see like one gun and then another, and then you realize it's like a whole thing's about to happen. You uh, see, you see, at first you just see, you know, a man and a, and a guitar and then a man and a trumpet. And then I'm like, oh shit. Bless you. Thank you. But it just cracks me up. <laughs> I don't know. I would say I think this episode is very timely for talking about sexual harassment. In comedy. Mm. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. This episode uh, deals with it a tiny bit. It's a little bit backwards, but it's dealing with it. That's all.
2: Um, We learn in this episode that .com's real name is Walter.
1: Such a nice name. It's one of my favorite names. You want to name a kid Xavier? I want to name a kid Walter.
2: I love the... (laughs) <laughs> the thing where he calls his mom and oh like, that's great yeah mom <laughs> they the canceled audition the audition so maybe so, pray on something else yeah oh
1: it's so heartbreaking okay. Okay, also
0: that's such an actor thing too like you always see actors that are like oh yeah mom i have this audition like you know um, they're like oh, i'm praying for you and then it's like and then you always do the update afterwards like, there's so many things in this that are very true to the acting world and how actors go about things
2: Interesting Okay so I had a question So because at one point A guy walks up to Liz I think And he's like My name's Anthony Blah blah, blah. I need an Obama wig When you go to an audition Isn't it expected That you come with what? And thus you're Not like Not SNL that they're supposed to provide that stuff for you some of it not all of it okay.
1: but things like your chair a couple they, sometimes they provide wigs sometimes not always but sometimes like you w- can't ask for like i don't
0: that's think a, like i would expect you're not that you're supposed to ask for something they ask
1: you, know? you though they ask that's you what, what props i would have thought
0: that you or that there's
2: like hey or is it, a piano is available to you that sort of thing but opposed to like i'm gonna be obama so i need an obama wig that i like that to me i couldn't figure out if that was normal for auditions or not
1: i don't think it always is but i think snl it's more of a thing because people are auditioning characters. So that, ma- that that makes happens. Sense. But mm. then at the same
0: time, it's also like if they don't have what you're looking for, then what do you do? You yeah, know? That's, right, true. that's on you. It's like, I need a Carrie, Katy Perry wig. Um, we don't really have that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just deal with the Taylor Swift wig then. And I'll make <laughs> <it work. laughs> but, but I would like of Katy disbelief. Perry 2010, <laughs> not Katy Perry 2017. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If you ask for wigs for certain people, you have to be very specific on what era or what year you're looking for.
2: Totally. I made a funny Taylor Swift joke today at work, and I don't remember what it was.
1: Ooh, funny!
0: But it was a <laughs> bit, thank you. You know it was funny.
2: Oh my God, it was so good. All right, um, guys, I think we're at
1: favorite lines point of the night.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Oh, first of all, we do have a Frank hat because
1: because it's one of us better. Because, it makes because, because, more sense
2: because because. because, because. because. Because of the, the wonderful things, things he does,
1: does. <laughs> <laughs> I really won't think we should just break out Into a full musical number because Lee's here We'll do a How special does a episode bastard.
0: Oh no I can't oh, even start there Oh man <laughs>
1: No the wheelie minimal money
2: <laughs>
1: Alright uh, Kelsey uh, did favorite, you, favorite line
2: I, lo- I had two One was that when Jenna walks into Tracy's office and he's like Jennifer M why are you so worked up Like (laughs) close Um, And then I love that he goes People will laugh even when I forget my Line, line, (laughs) line
1: I love that one a lot That was so good How about you, Lee? You got a favorite one?
0: I do, so I have two And like maybe, Kelsey, you wrote these down But like one of them is like the more people, like, the, I think it's a Pete's line, is, like, the more people you add, the less effective, like, a uh, neighborhood dad garage yes, band. Yes, the neighborhood garage, <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> Yeah, the more people you add, the less effective it is. Like, a neighborhood, neighborhood dad, dad
1: garage band. <laughs> yeah, I love that one, too. I forgot about Spoken that. Spoken from <laughs> true experience, Pete.
0: And then my <laughs> other favorite line, too, was, like, the one about, like, the pyramid thing, like... T- like you know, it's like we are. You're at the top of the pyramid. Pier- you're oh. at the top of the pyramid. TGS is a small, or yeah, TGS is a smaller pyramid. But nevertheless, it will be your. T- it will one day be your tomb. Yeah. And you can't. Um. What is it? He says something like you can't get mad at the slaves. You can't.
2: Yeah, hate- I know. I wrote down part of it. Oh, hang
0: on. You can't. Here, it's have it too. You can't. It's like you can't hate the slaves, that build that
2: build it. Yeah, it's the.
0: That built it because, like, it will, again, we, you can't hate the slaves that built it, that which will one day get, or you can't hate the slaves that built the pyramid, which will, again, be your tomb or something to yeah. that those, <laughs> I swear I thought I wrote it it's down and so I can't dark. find it. It's
1: so dark, y'all, but I like watching y'all figure this it's out. It's just,
0: like, a good, like, analogy. I don't know, like, I mean, I don't know, it's just, like, I don't know, it's just such a... I don't know I guess I just like analogies so mm-hmm. <laughs> like like in like I don't know like the Lion King I guess this isn't really analogy but when they talk about the being at the top of the food chain you know like yeah like what's eating him nothing he's at the top of the food chain you know like those kind of I don't know mm. but those are my two favorite lines Those are good. there lines. were a lot I thought there were a lot of really good lines in this though yeah once again this just could be because of like the showbiz side of me that like mm-hmm. you know isn't all that kind of stuff but I just I really like this episode a lot
1: I do um can i read my favorite lines Mm -hmm. um the first one is just where they walk in they're making a joke and and, uh jack just goes ha that's true liz is old yes (laughs) but my favorite one a hundred percent uh, I say this every episode but this is one of my favorite jokes is when he says the mayor had bed bugs and she was a horse <laughs> and then a minute later he goes yeah the mayor had to burn all her pantsuits pants <laughs> the twist on a twist on a twist yep. in that joke is literally divine <laughs> I quote that one all the time I would love to get that on a shirt with a horse on it oh, I, I like would that. love a horse wearing a pant. I just ask for everything hopefully one day mm-hmm. it worked once it did um, mm-hmm. I just want uh, a horse wearing a pantsuit and I want that line <laughs> over it it's my favorite thing ever so I love.
2: I always love a good Winter Olympics dig. And there's I was another.
0: Oh, were you really? Sorry. No, I literally was just just <laughs> like. Oh, like I'm like. Wait, can I have one more favorite line? And that's <laughs> Sorry. the one where he's like, "Coming in, <laughs> come, come um, you in know, February like, NBC. About, like, That's what. Um, you know, like, that's as what as I'm winter talking winter about. <laughs> to yeah. Human empathy. It's as useless as the Winter Olympics. And then he says, "This, you know, February. this <laughs> February on NBC." So I'm like, wait a, you know, product placement or like, you know, show placement plug. Oh, it's so but good. But here's the other thing, though, too. I actually really like the winter Olympics and I know that I'm a minority really? here and I like them more than the summer Olympics because it's like, okay, maybe it's just because we live in LA so we can go swimming and we can go like <laughs> do gymnastics. We we can do all the things outdoors, but we can't always do the Like snow things because we are not around snow and we have to travel to get there. So and I guess true. I grew up like watching figure skating and stuff too. And like, you know, speed skating and all that kind of stuff too. And like, I don't know. I, I really like the Winter Olympics, so I'm like, oh, like they're not useless. How dare you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, the Winter Olympics are coming this February 10, BC as well. So, <laughs> oh, good dang. timing. Where are they because this
2: year? It's, uh, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for not knowing this. Oh
0: crap! That's Kimmy, true, No, no. For the There's future, don't ever trouble. ask questions that are going to make us look ignorant about. Don't ask kind questions of that create dead
1: air. <laughs> no, I feel like. Sochi can't be right. That already happened. Sochi, Rio. Is de it Japan
0: Janeiro, or that already happened too?
1: No, it can't be. You can't have Winter Olympics in Rio, right? That's you true. You can't
2: have any Olympics there. Just know that they they're
1: coming this year. Uh, we'll
0: look it up they later. Sh-
2: oh, that's right. It's in South Korea. Oh duh. South Korea. Okay.
1: Yeah. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Do you guys like the great Winter
2: Olympics?
0: great
1: timing with so all the North Korea tension <laughs> Yeah. Right. My guys, friend is
2: literally there right now at this exact second. Do you guys like? Oh my Winter gosh! Olympics, there's though?
1: like millions of people there <laughs> right now.
2: Um. I prefer the Summer Olympics, but I'll watch them all.
1: I watch them all. I'm a big fan of curling. Okay. I like so curling. So curling's my jam.
0: It's crazy that it's been two years since the last Olympics. And I know. The I Winter can't Olympics believe it. Again. So this episode really came at a good time to plug the Winter Olympics again. Olympics totally. Again. NBC, you're welcome. Uh, yeah.
1: You're, yeah, thank you. Oh, we're, we're doing great work of for you, plugging NBC.
2: random crap. <laughs> not ran, That was not random. I'm sorry. My roommate, Katie, was on Wheel of Fortune last night.
0: Ooh. <laughs> and
2: she won 18 18- thousand dollars and a trip to four for on a to a disney destination or is she taking you uh no <laughs> she's taking her husband and then her grandpa was on with her and also his wife oh so. that's oh, sweet that's cool. yeah so they went but like right. it was crazy and super exciting and it was
1: very cool Amazing. so
2: good for her yeah, Blood on Katie. um sorry this was like at this point it'll
1: be two weeks ago but <laughs> if
2: you happen to watch one that ha- go disney on World, the
1: abc.com slash wheel of fortune you
2: can't find any episodes of wheel of fortune online because there's I've one every day.
1: Right. So there's a million. There's a bajillion of them. And All right, guys. I think we've I think we've said our pieces. Do we have any of the thoughts on this episode? Any of the feelings? There was
2: one thing. Oh, there was a comment somewhere. So there's like the flashback when why Jenna hates Jaden. Right. And it's like congratulations on your nomination. It's You're right. Supporting I did want to talk Rob, about this. It's
1: and so apparently funny.
2: the outfit Jenna is wearing is um. Almost identical to an episode that Jane Krakowski wore on Broadway at one point. Apparently, in Starlet Express. There we go. Yep. Is that what that
1: play is? I know she asked. What play was that? Which is funny because the kid looks like he's in Oliver, but then Jenna looks like she's.
2: They were saying the. Ah, uh, crap! I can't remember. I read somewhere what they thought that parts of it was from mm-hmm. but that
0: uh, that outfit was very like similar to the outfit that she wore in starlight express mm-hmm. which is a really cheesy show it's <laughs> yeah so if you're a fan of the show i don't want to offend you but it's cheesy.
1: <laughs> cheesy a whole bunch of people just unsubscribe because they're big starlight express fans <laughs>
2: sorry y'all um i think i think that was it there was one thing else and i can't remember what it was so i do like that ken and jack's like i don't have Bed bugs. I went
0: to Princeton. I loved that. <laughs> it's like as if that excuses you. Right. We could, that, we could use that excuse for anything. It's like, oh, I don't have this. I live in LA. <laughs> I don't
1: do that. I'm I sure don't
0: I get that. speeding tickets. I live in LA. <laughs> huh, huh. I don't
1: feel cold much. I live in LA. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we did it.
2: I love it. Uh, love it. Lee, can you remind people where they can find you? Do you have anything else to plug? Absolutely.
0: As well? So I have. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram at Lee Pugsley. You can. That's L E E P U G. Do I S-L-E-Y. follow you, Lee? You can follow me on Twitter at Lee Pugsley. L E E P U G S L E Y, and I am in the process of doing a few things. I'm going to be starting a new. Broadway blog where I dissect a musical a week and we learn life lessons we see the universality the humanity and the relatability of our favorite Broadway shows and that's coming soon so all the information will be updated as soon as that's out it's going to be in the next few weeks Um, I will also be as I said I'm a theater director so there's a few projects coming up for next spring that are slated that as soon as more information comes available, I have the theater booked right now. I have um, cast assembled. So there will be shows coming up next year. heck yes, Lee. If you're in the LA area, you can come check out my stuff. If you're not in the LA area, you can fly here and still come check out my stuff. (laughs) So there's my plug. I like that. Legit, dude. And for those of you that haven't listened to Hamilton yet, this is a plug for Hamilton. (laughs) Please listen to it. It's amazing.
1: (laughs) I love it. Well done.
0: Um, Oh, one thing I was looking at my notes, I forgot the whole
2: joke about like, where do, uh, a nice to meet you? The whole nice to meet you joke is kind of a whole funny thing. It is really the very way funny. to freak somebody out. Uh Kimmy, it was really nice to meet you tonight. <laughs> do you think that does that work? Like sometimes I'm comes really up, if like,
1: Kelsey did that to me, I'd be pretty busy. Nice <laughs> to meet <laughs> you. Kidding. Yeah,
2: I'm trying to think. It would definitely depend on the. Like I've learned, like. not everybody's memorable. Like if I've met (laughs) like if I've met you probably like three times I'd be like, all right, really? But if I've only met you once and it was at a party, there were a lot of people there. True. Because the story of my life is like, oh people come like, hey, and they start talking and you're like, I have no
0: idea where you're from. And you'd feel really Kelsey's just a little too popular. I mean (laughs) On a side note about this really quickly now we have to go. Like so sometimes people come up to me and they'll be like, Hey Lee, it's so good to see you and I'll literally have like a twenty minute conversation with them like where do (laughs) I know this person? Where do I know this person from? I have no clue. And then at the end, they're like, "Oh, well, totally call me. Let's get together sometime." And then like I'm like, "Yeah, totally." And then like my friends that are I was with are like, "Who is that?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I have no clue." You're like, "Why so, didn't you
2: introduce yourself?" That's where you got to have a buddy system set up. Where you're like, "All right, if I'm talking to somebody." uh you gotta like introduce you gotta yourself be like i haven't
0: met you what's your name and yeah. then you're like oh yeah, yeah 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 that's like that's kimmy okay kimmy me you know john <laughs> and then yeah. you're like i still don't know who you are yeah
2: <laughs> does my mom has that issue a lot where like people run into her like in the grocery i'm like you're kelsey's mom and then my mom will try to describe the person later i'm like yeah i don't know who that was but
0: <laughs> take like, a picture I, screen does your mom ever screenshot it and send you who's this person <laughs> right take a picture <laughs> and be... send
2: it to me my sister was trying to describe somebody that ran into her like the DMB or something she's like she was talking to me and she went to school with you and she had <laughs> a kid, and I was like, Let me go through all the people. Like, it was the it was,
0: check my Facebook friends.
2: Facebook. I oh, <laughs> legit. legit. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that person will message me, like, I saw your sister. Doesn't always happen anyways it is eleven fifteen, 15 so it's
1: late y'all it's late we gotta go to bed i don't want i'm worried i'm killing my Your roommates so we're gonna go to, yeah. we're gonna go but you can
2: find our podcast places talk 30 rock to me mm-hmm. twitter instagram facebook send us emails talk Thirty rock to me at gamale.com for some reason i always want to say that when i say gmail um leave us a review subscribe you leave us a review we'll send you a sticker if you tell us about it
1: Mm-hmm. Um, at Kim kimchi lucas at redheaded blonde yep. find us follow us love us the huge. um thank you so much for listening lee thank you for coming yeah, thank, thank you for coming guys back.
0: you guys are awesome we always this love having
1: nice. you you're so much fun you have so much to offer um i really appreciate you doing this with us I
0: appreciate you guys oh
1: man <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> alright um, Kelsey I am not gonna see you till after no kidding this I'll is see cra- you soon it's gonna be a while probably I know yeah. should right.
0: we close with a Christmas song I don't know is that too cheesy mm. well this
2: isn't our last episode before Christmas oh okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we Just can still sing a Christmas song though okay.
0: we don't have to we'll save it for later we, save we wish it you later. a Merry Christmas we wish you a Merry Christmas Kelsey's dying we wish you a Merry Christmas
1: and a Happy New Year to Christmas. Ew.